Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. In today's class, I'm going to be giving you this top seven traps you need to avoid when working trade shows. Now, I'm not just going to give you a list of mistakes. These are going to be things that you may not even realize are bad, and you're going to see money flying out the window if you're not paying attention. So grab your notebook. Let's do it. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. I want to start off today's episode in a brand new way because we've got a brand new sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners, trade show you listeners, a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial membership. How cool is that? Just go to audibletrial.com slash tradeshowu and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Just pick the book you want, download that free title, and start listening. It's that easy. So just go to audibletrial.com slash tradeshowu. And remember, that is trade show with the letter U at the end. And start listening today. Hey class, welcome back to Trade Show University. This is your host and professor, Jim Cermak, and I just want to start off today's episode by letting you know how much I appreciate each and one, every one of you and the feedback that you have given me. I've just been blown away by the many five-star reviews I've received on Apple Podcasts and also some of the testimonials that you have sent in. I am totally humbled. And along with that, I am extremely humbled by the outpouring of support. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting what I have been sharing into action. And this is really why I do this podcast. I want to see companies make more money. I want to see them doing better at the shows. So thank you. Thank you. Continue to share your feedback. What have you been trying? What's working for you? What didn't work for you? What have you been struggling with that you'd like some answers for? We just had a listener Q&A episode recently, and I'm going to be doing some more of those, so be on the lookout for those. So get in your questions if you want to uh, find out some information on things that you've been struggling with or some questions of things you might have wanted to try out. You don't really didn't know if it was going to be good for you. So send those in. I'm going to be hitting more and more of your questions on future episodes. But today I am giving you the top seven traps to avoid when working trade shows. Now, like I said in the intro, these are not mistakes. We're going to be covering mistakes in a whole other episode. Those are just, oh, I can't believe I did that. Traps are things and situations you can get stuck in if you're not careful. These are things that in the moment might not even seem like anything's wrong. 
they're more like bad habits, maybe some natural tendencies that need to be changed, need to be fixed. And that's why I'm here, to help you fix those habits. So let's dive into those seven traps to avoid when working trade shows. Here we go. Trap number one, don't compare your booth to others. You know, I remember getting to shows early on and I would look at other booths near ours and then I'd turn around and I'd look at our booth and I'd think, thinking, yeah, what are we doing here? You know, their display is nicer. That booth, they have nicer literature and so much more. You know, it's just, you get caught up into this, this comparison game. You know, this could put you in the wrong mood right from the start and hurt your chances for success. But here's the thing. At that point, when you're at the show, there is nothing you can do about the display, the lights, the literature, what your giveaway is. Nothing. There's nothing you could do about that point. But there's everything that you could do about your attitude, about engaging attendees in positive, meaningful conversations, and all the things that you could do about reaching your goals. Now, if you get some ideas from other booths that you'd like to upgrade or you want to try some things for future shows, then great. Go take some pictures, grab some of that nicer literature that you want to emulate, even talk to the people at that booth. Ask them, hey, who built your display? Where'd you get those lights from? Where'd you get that backdrop? Whatever it is, turn it into a positive experience for you. Just don't let it drag you down. So trap number one. Don't compare. It only leads to negative attitude, which is definitely going to affect your performance. Trap number two, not resetting your booth each day. Oh, man, before the show starts on day one, you and your team make sure that everything is perfect, right? Uh, you got everything. The display looks great. There's not a speck of anything on the carpet. The literature's filled in the rack and it looks perfectly stacked and everything is in order, right? You have your giveaway items in that perfect little pyramid. Your booth looks like it came out of a magazine and then you're taking pictures of it and you're, you're sharing it on social media and all this stuff. But what happens when you get to day two or day three or whatever? You know, maybe the literature is not all refilled in the rack or that pyramid of giveaways is only maybe half full. It looks like a wrecking ball <laughs> hit it. And maybe you left a bottle of water on your counter. You just get sloppy. I don't know why it is, but odds are the majority of people walking by are brand new. They deserve to see the same booth. And more importantly, your company that have invested so much time, money, and energy and resources in need to give that really great look to as many people walking by. Don't you, don't you want everyone to have that best impression of your booth and your company? Of course you do. So get to the show a few minutes early on day two, day three, day four, beyond. Get your booth looking like it did at the start of day one. Even better, assign one person to check how your booth looks once or twice during every single day of the show. They can be in charge of refilling the literature, the giveaways, picking some paper scraps off the carpet, whatever it is, just make the booth look like new again. So that's a great way to have that fixed. So that's trap number two, not resetting your booth. Just take a few minutes, make that booth look great again. Trap number three to avoid, thinking that scanning badges or gathering business cards is going to be enough for you. So many companies go to shows with the only goal of getting as many business cards or badge scans as they can. Maybe they're giving away some high-ticket item for people who drop by their business card. They throw it in a fishbowl or something. Or maybe they have someone running around scanning every badge that they can find. Anyone within five feet of the booth, they get their badge scanned. 
then it looks like success when that bowl is full of business cards or that you get your list back of everybody you've scanned and you're like, oh my gosh, look at all these badges we scanned. Maybe all you want to do is build your email list and then, then it's great. But if you sell to businesses, this is most likely not going to be enough. You know, think about how much time and effort is going to be spent following up. So many emails, so many phone calls are going to be made to meet people who are never going to buy from you just because they saw, oh, I can win an iPad. Let me throw my business card in here. You're going to follow up with these people. They're not going to be interested. Now it's just time wasted. You need to make sure these people are qualified. Ask them the right questions to make sure they are qualified before ever getting their business card. Or if you have a great conversation at your booth and you get their business card or scan their badge, make notes to refer before you follow up, and that's going to increase your odds for success. Think about it. You make those specific notes so in an email you can refer to something very specific that you talked about. Or when you pick up the phone and you get that person on the phone, you can jog their memory to get them right back to where you were in that conversation. If you want to learn more about the best way to gather information or qualify leads, check out episode number six from Trade Show University on what lead gathering option you should use. Go back in the archives, check out that episode. And you know what? That's trap number three, just getting business cards or scanning badges without qualifying the people. Moving on to trap number four to avoid, assuming that your booth staff knows how to work a show. (laughs) Just because you have veteran people, they know how to talk to people, or they know about your products, or maybe they've worked 100 shows before, doesn't mean that they know how to engage people and qualify them in a show setting. Plus, do everything you can to help you hit your show goals. You need to train these people on at least the basics. Go back and listen to episode three on training your staff for success. Great nuggets of value in there. I know some of your veterans may think they don't need training or they're going to resist you. You know, if you have some really strong-willed people, they're oh, I know, I, you know, I've worked these shows forever. That's okay. You can let them resist. But here's what you need to do. Ask them to be involved in the training so that they have some input and some buy-in. But they still need to be trained. But when you're with them and you're getting their input, they're going to be more open to some of the things you have to say. So that's trap number four, assuming that your booth staff knows how to work a show and not taking the time to train them properly. Trap number five to avoid, assuming certain people that are just walking past your booth are not interested or not qualified. Oh, so many people do this and I just want to shake some people (laughs) in the booths. I've seen booth workers who have watched attendees who have just stopped by the booth. They look around at the display or even picked up literature. Maybe they've read it, they put it down, and they walk away. And the people in the booth just stare at them. They smile and they don't ever approach them. You know what? Never make the assumption that the attendees have gotten all the information they need to know from your booth, that they don't need what you have to offer. Just by looking and reading your booth, they are not able, they're not qualified to make that decision. You need to ask them a quick question to engage them to make sure that they're truly not qualified. You know, I've also seen booth workers let people walk by or maybe uh, dress casually, like a jeans and a t-shirt just doesn't have that quote unquote look that they're looking for. 
and they only focus on people who are in suits or have whatever that look is. You know, I get it. In a show filled with people that are dressed professionally, that person in casual clothes may appear to be screaming, hey, I'm not qualified, don't talk to me, (laughs) but don't fall into this trap. Here's the deal. If they're at the show, No matter who they are, they can most likely qualify their company. They could tell you if their company could possibly be a customer of yours. And even if they are the lowest level person in the company, they could probably tell you who the decision maker is and how to get hold of that person. And guess what? They usually will. I've been in the situation where I've asked someone and they're saying, you know what? I'm just here. I'm attending a workshop. Uh, But the person you need to talk to is Bob Smith. And here's our main number. Just ask for Bob Smith and tell them. Uh, Joe Jackson told you to call him. You know, they will open up and talk to you about that. Lastly, sometimes even the most casually dressed people can be key decision makers, but you don't know that unless you ask. So trap number five to avoid is to not make assumptions on people that are walking past your booth. Here's the tip. Engage everyone walking past. and Then you won't fall into the trap. All right, moving on to trap number six. Trap number six is getting into long, rambling discussions about nothing with people who are not going to become customers of yours. Of course, you don't always know this, but oftentimes you do. If someone's going to spend a lot of time in your booth talking about the weather or maybe where they went for dinner or things that are just irrelevant to your business, then they probably aren't serious. Or they're probably not a decision maker because these people want to get back to the show. Their time is valuable. Now, if you completely qualified this person and you want to take the time to begin relationship building, then fantastic. Unless there's more potential customers walking by your booth, then you don't want to waste too much time. However, like I said, the most serious decision makers at trade shows will want to make the most of their time while they're at the show. They're going to want to move on from your booth and get on to others. Just respect their time and make sure that you're not the one making all the small talk and keeping them there. It might be a great person you want to get to know better, get enough information, set that follow-up, set the expectation, hey, I'm going to call you next week, and then get them out of your booth and into the show. So that's trap number six. Don't get sucked into long discussions with attendees, especially if they'll never buy from you. And finally, here it is, trap number seven. Be careful of the after-hour socializing. Now, I hope I'm not going to be stepping too hard on your toes here. I know this is the highlight of the show for some of you. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to these uh, networking events or go grab drinks with customers or prospects or anything like that. You should definitely take advantage of every opportunity to network and to build relationships with your customers and prospects. However, be sure not to enjoy yourself too much, if you know what I mean. You know, some people having too good of a time could say things that they just normally wouldn't say, like divulging confidential company information or things that might be considered inappropriate for the workplace. I've seen this happen. People all of a sudden blurting out profanities or just making weird comments. And it's like, oh, it's very awkward. On top of that, After that uh, little night out, less sleep than normal, plus the after effects of all that enjoyment can throw you off your game at the show the next day. So just know your limits and then maybe even ease back on those a little. Maybe nurse that drink a little longer than you normally would. 
Look, you, know, you and your company have invested way too much in the show and are relying on you to help hit those goals that you have by showing up the next morning, not feeling, looking, or performing at your best. So that's trap number seven, enjoying the after-hour socializing a little too much. Know your limits and then rein them in a little, all right? So let's wrap up this episode on the top seven traps to avoid that will lead to lower results. Trap number one, don't compare your booth to others. That's just going to put you in a bad mood. Trap number two, not resetting your booth each day. Make sure your booth looks the best. Trap number three, just getting business cards or scanning badges. You know, this is just going to lead to wasted time and ineffective follow-ups. Trap number four to avoid, assuming your staff knows how to work a show. <laughs> Don't assume it no matter who they are. Trap number five, never make assumptions about attendees and ignore them. Engage, engage, engage with every single person. Trap number six, getting into long, rambling conversations, especially with those attendees who will never buy from you. Get them qualified and get them out of your booth. Trap number seven, watch that after hours socializing. You want to make sure you're always at your best. Your company relies on you. So avoid these traps. Let your staff know about them as well. And if you see your staff falling into them as a show, fix it. Pull your people aside and train them on the right way to do things. You'll fall into these traps and your ROI will fall right down with you. So please let me know, have you fallen to any of these traps before or what other ones have you experienced and how'd you turn things around? Let me know. Shoot me an email at jim at tradeshowu.biz. That's jim at tradeshow, the letter U dot B-I-Z. Or jump into our Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn pages and leave me a note. And if you're already not signed up for our email updates, what are you waiting for? Get over to our website at tradeshowu.biz. Scroll down near the bottom of the homepage and sign up. As a bonus for signing up, I'm going to send you our exclusive Smart Goals for Trade Shows worksheet which is going to help you set the right goals for your next show. So that's it for this episode. Avoid those traps, and we'll see you next time. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.